Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. Thank you so much uh, for joining me this Friday afternoon. I hope that you're having a great day in the Lord. Thank you so much for taking time uh, to, to listen. The number here is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or you can send a text at 720-336-0897. The heart and the purpose of uh, this show is for you to be able to call in and ask questions about your relationship with the Lord, sections of scripture that maybe have been stumping you. So please call in. Love being able to talk about real things. Also prayer requests. If you have things going on in your life, would love to be able to pray together. So the number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720 336-0897. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. Would love to welcome all of our listeners on the East Coast as well as here in Colorado and uh, into Wyoming as well. So all of our lines are open, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. You know, I've been thinking about and uh, pondering Ephesians chapter 1. We're currently going through uh, the book of Ephesians on the weekends at our church, and it's amazing uh, the gift that we have in our position in Christ. And I think a lot of times we're searching for identity, uh, and we're searching for where we fit and where we belong, and ultimately that is all found in Jesus Christ. He gives us our identity. And in Ephesians chapter 1, it mentions the words, in him, in Christ, uh, several times. And because we're in Christ, we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing. Uh, we've been chosen, we've been predestined, we've been adopted, we've been forgiven and, and redeemed. So as we begin today's show, I just want to encourage you uh, that you are in Christ if you know him as your Savior. And what an amazing position to be in, to be his son, to be his daughter, to be his uh, child. So thanks again for joining me. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Also, you can send me a text, 720-336-0897. Maybe you've got a question about a certain section of Scripture, a question about a relationship that's going on in your life, or you've got a prayer need. You've just found out that a, a loved one's in the hospital or been diagnosed uh, with cancer. That's why I'm here. I would love to get into God's Word with you. Also to pray uh, together, the numbers 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. 
You know, also as we head into a new year, a lot of times we're evaluating our commitments and evaluating our priorities. And we're told in the book of Hebrews, as we see the, the day approaching, to not forsake the gathering together uh, with uh, believers. And as you're uh, praying about your commitments, I'd encourage you to plant yourself in the house of God. If you found a church home, really commit yourself uh, to being in fellowship, being in worship, uh, and also even to, to pray about uh, serving and seeing your gifts used in uh, your, your local church. Maybe it's been a while since you've been plugged into a, a church family, and I would encourage you to really go through that process with the Lord to, to see where God would have you to plug in. And there's a lot of great options, a lot of uh, great churches for you to be able to plug in and grow in your relationship with Christ. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live. The number here is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720 720- Three three six zero eight nine seven seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. Uh, we do have all of our lines open and available. So if you have a question that's on your heart or a prayer request, feel free to give me a call. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand. If you're in the Colorado Springs area, I'd like to invite you to our, our services. We meet Saturday night at 6 and Sunday morning at 9 and 11. We're in Ephesians uh, chapter 1. And so I would invite you to come on out. We've uh, got a great children's ministry and youth ministry. would love to be able to, to minister to you. Also, if you um, are online, you can watch our services and our live stream. Uh, and be able to uh, uh, plug in that way. And that's at rmcalvary.org uh, um, and be able to uh, join us uh, as well. So we would love to have you participate with us and worship uh, with us. Again, you're listening to uh, Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier, and we do have all of our uh, lines open. And I would love and invite you to call in or also to text in. The text number is 720-336-0897. Or you can call at 303-690-3000. So we do have all of our lines open and available if uh, you would like to, to uh, call in. I want to encourage you out with your identity in Christ. You know, a lot of times we look for identity in all of the, the wrong places, in our accomplishments or what other people think about us. You know, as we live in this pressure of social media, if we have people that friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter or, or like a post that we've made or put in a news feed, but ultimately, we're, we're found in the fact that we're accepted in Christ and that he's the one that really marks our identity as uh, his children. So let's go to uh, line one to James. James, welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me on. You bet. How you doing? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing okay. Doing good. Um, so I had a question regarding your opinion on the story about Jacob and Rebecca um, almost tricking Isaac regarding his blessing, um, and mm-hmm. as to whether or not, based upon your studies, you believe that that was done deceitfully or based upon 
uh, divine prophecy to Rebecca as to what she was supposed to do. Yeah. I, as I look at that story, I think we see Jacob trying to fulfill God's promises in his own power uh, using manipulation. I think that God had made it clear through prophecy that that uh, he was going to uh, bless Jacob. Um, and we see things in, in, in Esau's character. But then as Jacob was watching things go down, uh, he felt like he had to intervene intervene through deception uh you know and it's never uh the end doesn't justify the means if we have to use deception in order to fulfill god's promises god would have fulfilled his promises without us being deceitful and then as we follow jacob's life it seems like the deceit that he gave out to his father then he received back uh, through through Laban, his father-in-law. Like he reaped what he sowed and, and God was dealing with him and his character to get him to a place where he didn't see the need to manipulate and deceive anymore. Does that make okay. sense? Yes, it does. And then can I ask an additional follow-up question? Sure, yeah. Um, the whole, and I'm, I'm driving so I don't have the scripture in front of me, but the whole conversation about the poplars and the ring shanked and all of that um, conundrum later on with Laban, was that component another instance of him attempting to um, receive something that God had already promised him and making his own um, benefit out of it? Or how do you interpret that part if you know which one I'm discussing? Yeah, so it's you're referring to um, when Jacob is over some of the herds for, for Laban, and then he says, the spotted and the speckled will, will belong to me, uh, and then kind of tries to intervene through some of the breeding practices. Is that correct? That correct. section? Okay. Yeah. You know, I still see in... You know that's a fine line with with Jacob. You know, is he being is he being wise? Is is he being manipulative? Uh, you know, is he trusting God? Is he doing those actions out of trusting God or trying to fulfill uh, those things in his his own strength? You know, clearly with deceiving his dad, he's he's out of bounds. Um, with the whole breeding practices, uh, it's it's a little bit harder to say where the condition of his heart was. And ultimately, I think it wasn't so much the breeding practices, but God blessing Jacob by his grace, even though Laban was taking advantage of him. Um, so even though Jacob was trying those means and those methods, ultimately it was a expression of God's grace and, and blessing upon Jacob. Awesome. Okay, well, thank you very much. Yeah, it's great. I, I've just recently been reading through uh, the life of Jacob in my devotional life. So I've, I've just been thinking about th these things as well. And he's got a really interesting life story, and it's, it's really a testimony of God, God's grace. Yeah, I, we've yeah. been studying with a group of our friends through that section as well, and it's, it's neat to see his transformation of not trusting God um, when he, he leaves his father versus the trust that he has when he comes back. So that is a really cool, cool thing yeah. to study. Yeah, it is. Well, thanks for the call, James. God bless you. God bless you, too. Have a good day. You, too. Bye-bye.
You're listening to Calvary Live, 303-690-3000. All of our lines are open. Heart and purpose is for you to be able to call in with questions about the Word or things going on in your life. Also, you can send me a text, 720-336-0897. A text question that has come in, what are spiritual gifts? Uh, We really find uh, spiritual gifts uh, listed a couple places in Scripture, uh, Romans chapter 12, um, also uh, 1 Corinthians 12 and 1 Corinthians uh, 14, uh, and then also in Ephesians chapter 4. And spiritual gifts are really uh, gifts that God gives to us uh, as believers. Uh, When we receive Christ as our Savior, not only do we receive salvation, but we receive uh, spiritual gifts. Uh, And they are things like the gift of teaching, the the gift of administration, the the gift of mercy, the gift of compassion. The Bible lists lists all these different uh, gifts for us that uh, can be used to build up the, the body of Christ and reach unbelievers. Uh, and a lot of ways that we can uh, identify our spiritual gifts is looking at uh, uh, what comes naturally to us, how do we respond to a situation, uh, and then uh, uh, also uh, as we begin uh, to, to serve, uh, what things are we effective in in, in serving. So a uh, quick answer, though, is uh, Romans 12, Ephesians 4, 1 Corinthians 12, and uh, 14. Another text question that has come in, Um, My name is Jared. I have a prayer request for healing for my marriage. A month ago, my wife packed up and moved out with no notice. Uh, uh, When I was out and and gone, um, I was blindsided by this and need prayer uh, that a divorce would not happen and that the Lord would reestablish communication. So, yeah, Jared, I want to lift you up to the Lord and thanks for, for sending that in. Lord, I just uh, thank you so much uh, for Jared and his willingness to send in this text. And God, you're the God of the impossible. Nothing is too difficult for you. You're the God of the resurrection. And we just lift Jared up to you, lift his wife up to you, uh, and pray uh, that you would open up and reestablish communication, that you would soften uh, their hearts, Lord, and, and, and just rebuild their marriage in Jesus' name. Would you encourage Jared and would you give him wisdom in Jesus' name? Amen. Amen. Let's go back to our phone lines. And uh, let's go to Lupe, I believe, on line one, if I pronounced your name right, or Lupe. Lupe, yeah, welcome Lupe. to the program. Yes. How are Hi. you? I'm doing fine, and yourself? Doing good, thanks. Hey, I'm calling because the other day uh, there was a question about, you know, like somebody was saying that they did everything right, but they didn't go to church and stuff like that, and the it wasn't answered because the person didn't continue, wasn't on the phone anymore, and that was the same question I have, like, I believe in God, and, and I pray to Him, but I'm having more difficult going to Mass again, and I just, okay. I know that you want to talk about it, and I really, really want to go back to it, I just need to have the motivation. Yeah. You know, I think one of the key motivations is understanding that God has put us into the body of Christ. Um, and and just like our physical bodies are, are limited if it was just one member, uh, we're going to be limited if we're not connected to the, the body of Christ. And one of the things that we see in Acts chapter 2, uh, in verse 42, when the church first started, it says that they continued fellowship uh, or they continued steadfastly 
uh, in four things. Uh, and one was the apostles' doctrine and prayer and fellowship and the breaking of bread. And so they continued uh, steadfastly in fellowship and worshiping together, praying together, being in relationship uh, together. And God has really designed it uh, for us to, yes, experience him individually, but also to experience him uh, with the body of Christ. Um, and, and you read a phrase throughout the New Testament. Uh, it says, one another, love love one another. Um, and it's really hard to to do that when we're not connected to other other believers. So I think it's that faith and believing that God really uh, does have a church family for you to be a part of and to be uh, built up in. And I know for my wife and I uh, personally, like being plugged into a church has been a real lifeline uh, in times where we need prayer, times where we need encouragement. Um, and God really did design this for us to serve the Lord together and be in relationship with one another. And so I I hope that's a little bit of an encouragement and maybe can provide some motivation as you head into the new year. Thank you very much. Yeah. Can I pray for you, Lupe? Yes, that'll be great. Thank you. Okay. God, I thank you for Lupe, and Lord, as you're stirring her heart to be back in church, Lord, I, I just pray that there would be that motivation from your, your Holy Spirit, and that you would just lead her to the right church, a church that's committed to you, Jesus, that, that teaches your word, and that she could really plug in and enjoy the beauty and, and, and the, uh, of being part of the body of Christ. So would you bless her and protect her in Jesus' name? Amen. Yes. Thank you for doing this. I, I love this show. I, I felt like when I, the first time I heard of you guys and I got to hear a prayer for someone and I felt like I was doing something right. So thank you so much. Mm. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. God bless you. God bless you too. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. Our lines are open. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. This is a text that has come in. Uh, it says, uh, Hi, Pastor Eric. Thank you for all that you do. Your wisdom and knowledge are appreciated. Uh, quick question. What are your thoughts about communicating with angels? My friends have been listening to a pastor that says we can communicate with angels directly. It's my understanding that we should go through God only. I would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, one of the things uh, that we see in Scripture with angels is angels will communicate to us when they're sent by the Lord with a message. But nowhere in Scripture are we encouraged to pray to angels or to try to communicate uh, with angels. And Jesus was very clear in John uh, 14, verse 6. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And in the first four chapters of Hebrews, we see Jesus as being our high priest, which allows us to come into the Holy of Holies to where we have direct access uh, with God. And so I'm in agreement with you. Our attention is to be upon God and, and crying out to him and not uh, um, going to, to angels. So hopefully that helps bring some some clarity. Once again, you're listening to Calvary Live. Thanks for listening and participating. The number is 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to line two to Shelly. Shelly, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Um, I just had a couple of questions about spiritual gifts. I I 
know very clearly my spiritual gift is in welcoming. Um, I was in a church for uh, about 10 years, and I took on a lot, um, more than just the welcoming center. I took on cleaning and doing a lot of things, and somehow through all of it, I got real broken by my church. And I just started um, going to Legacy, which is one of the Calvary churches in Thornton, but I Mm -hmm. don't know how to get back into things, and it's scary for me. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad to hear that you're you're going back to church, and I know that that's a, a big step. And a, I know that uh, Legacy is a is a, is a great church, and you know, I, I think that this is something that um, most believers go through uh, in 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 time is is a combination of of over committing and also getting hurt uh, by by the body of Christ. Um, you know, and choosing to for, forgive um, you, your your old church, and then also learn. You know, to say, okay, I, I need to forgive and let go of that of that hurt, and then also as I enter into to legacy of of really allowing the spirit to to lead me on on what I should be involved in. And one of the things we see in the life of Jesus is is he didn't do it all. You know, he. He did what the Father uh, asked him to do. And, you know, as you pray about opportunities to serve, I, w- I would really respond to the ones that you feel led by the Lord and that also line up with the gifts that God has, has given you. Um, but I would encourage you to, to open up your heart and give it a fresh fresh start. And, and, you know, life in the church, even if we end up getting hurt, is way better than being isolated, you know? Um, yeah. And the, the enemy really gets us when we're isolated, and and so I would, I would just pray about you know being faithful to go and and look to build relationships, and then and maybe get involved in a Bible study or or pray about you know being an usher or being part of that 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 welcoming. Um, but I know for me, in, in times past when I've been hurt, it's easy for me to shrink back and kind of in my heart go, well, I'll never love like that again, you know, and uh, I'll go to church, but I'm not going to love the way I did. And I, I think the Holy Spirit's always encouraging us, you know, it's time to heal It's it, and it's time to continue loving, you know. And I think so. that's where I'm the most scared is because not only did I get hurt is then just it, it they try to they knew they were wrong but because I'm so I guess vocal <laughs> they try to add on things to take away from their dirt their ugly to make me feel guilty and bad mm-hmm. for leaving and they were not nice mm-hmm. yeah and I don't know how to forgive them. Yeah. You know, in Ephesians 4.32, it says, Be kind, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, because God in Christ forgave you. And I think it's that choice of forgiveness because God forgives us because of Christ. And so we're choosing to forgive be- because of Christ. And then also realizing the, the long-term damage it'll do in your life Um if you don't don't forgive and you know honestly for me when I, whenever i've been hurt deeply i've never had the emotions of forgiveness it's always been a choice that i wrestle with but if i choose to forgive them and pray for them 
over time, my emotions do follow that decision. And I think it's making that choice of, of obedience. God, you, you call me to forgive. I, and, and, and so now I'm choosing to forgive them in Jesus name and pray for them. And over Amen. time, you're, 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 you're going to start to experience freedom, uh, and be able to, to move forward, um, you know, in, in, in your, in your life. And, so, Shelly, can I pray for you and pray that God would hey, just man, begin thank this? Thank you, yes. Yeah. God, I thank you for Shelly, and Lord, as she has experienced hurt, Lord, I, I pray that you would meet her, that you would heal her broken heart, and just allow her to have the strength uh, to make that decision of forgiveness. Uh, and, Lord, that she could move forward at Legacy and, and really just have an open heart to you and an open heart to the body there uh, and be used by you. I do pray that you protect her from the enemy, uh, that the enemy couldn't isolate her from the from the body of Christ. Um, and in time, Lord, that you would just use this to, to build her up, even though it's been so painful, Lord. Um, we know that, that you're able to redeem. Uh, we think of Joseph's life and how you use the hurt in his life. And so we just pray that in Shelly's life as well, that you that this wouldn't be wasted, Lord, that you would use this and, and build her up in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I am so interested in wanting to find just a legacy. The church has just been so awesome. And I've Hey Shelly, I'm losing you a little bit. I think we're we're losing our signal, right. so I'm gonna well, cut in you. and out. Have a yeah, day. you bet. You too. God bless <laughs> you. Thanks for calling. Bye bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric. The number is three zero three six nine zero three thousand. Let's go to line one to Joe. Joe, welcome to the program. Uh, yeah. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I had a question. Um, me and my uh, best friend have had uh, a lot of, uh, for lack of better terms, little miracles going on. And he actually, um, we both, I've really renewed my uh, my walk with the Lord um, and uh, never experienced the Holy Spirit um, like I have lately, hmm. uh, every day, but... My big, my question is, he had an actual visual and a three-day encounter with what we think is Shekinah. Okay. And basically, a dark cloud was around him, followed him everywhere he went. Um, he, and this was also a, a near-death experience, too. Or at least he thought it was. Where, okay. Um, and um, the this a voice came from the cloud that says, "You never even tried to get to know me." Um, and after three days went by, I was not with him through this experience. His, his dad was, mm -hmm. who goes to a messianic Jewish temple. Um, okay. And he apparently knew what it was right away, and you know, basically just sang and prayed for three days. Um, hmm. When my friend finally, um, he was actually in a car this entire time. He wouldn't get out of the car because he was terrified. Um, and when he did, the cloud surrounded him. Um, he saw a face 
that he thought looked feminine. And um, as soon as he had had done that, the, the cloud surrounded him and followed him. I'm trying to remember the details of the end of the story, um, but um, and uh, long story short, every day since has been uh, nothing shy of amazing. It's like hmm. we're both have been completely transformed. Um, and what's also interesting is that um, I had some some pretty serious issues, life changing events that happened um, right around the same time, and. Hey Joe, we're um, we gonna are both, we are both completely gonna, transformed. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna jump in here real quick. We're gonna head to a break, so stay with yeah. me, and then I'll come back to you. Okay. All right, guys, hang in there. We're gonna uh, head to a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to Calvary Live. This is Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Thanks so much for joining and listening. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go back to line one to Joe. And Joe, are you still there? Yes, sir. Well, thanks for sharing with me what God's uh, doing in your life and in your friend's life. And, you know, as I was listening to you, I just to encourage you, uh, you know, with every experience that that we have with the Lord or other people have uh, with the Lord, we always uh, want to run it back to does it line up with the person of Jesus? Uh, does it uh, line up with Scripture? And if the answer is yes, you know, be be encouraged in, in those those things, you know, and so uh, it sounds like God's uh, doing doing a, a neat work in, in your life and in your friend's life, and you know, keep yourself focused on Jesus and on, on His Word. So, okay. Yeah. Um, well, do you have any other? I mean, I don't, I don't really know much about Shekinah, and do you have any other? Have you ever heard of any similar experiences or um, or insight on something similar like this? So the the word Shekinah is a is a Hebrew word uh, that's translated into the English word glory, um, and when oh. Solomon uh, built the temple, um, God's presence came upon uh, the the temple, and there was you know a a, a cloud that was so thick that the priests couldn't uh, serve in, in the temple because of of of, of this cloud, and so oh. the idea of of that in the Old Testament was God revealing His glory and and His presence, um, you know, and, okay. and so that's where we see it in Scripture. And there are you know places in Scripture where people have uh, supernatural experiences with God, um, and but we also know that you know Satan comes as an angel of light. So just because it's spiritual doesn't always mean it's from God. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean you discredit it. Uh, you know, very much well could be from the Lord, you, but you do test it to make sure it lines up with Scripture and the person and work mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. So, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I appreciate that. And then, so you you were talking about um, 
how this how Shekinah. Well, I don't know if it actually, does the Bible actually call it Shekinah, or is that just the translation to glory? And where do I find yeah. that story about Solomon's temple so I can share it with my friend? Yeah, so Shekinah is not in the English Bible. It's it's a Hebrew word, um, mm-hmm. and so but where you would look uh, for this is. Um, I believe in First Kings um, with Solomon, uh, where he builds the temple. Um, uh, in chapter six of First Kings, and then going on when he dedicates the the temple, First um, Kings eight. So, so First Kings eight. Yep. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna go read it right now. Yep. Well, God bless you, Joe. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, have a good one. Yeah. You too. Bless you too. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric. The number is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line three to Laurel. Laurel, welcome to the program. Hi, well, praise God for traffic jams. I get to talk to you. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's a bright side of looking at it. <laughs> um, I wanted to call because, first of all, I want to thank um, all the people from Grace FM. I really enjoy listening to the pastors speak. It's, mm. I usually only listen in my car. It's a, always mm. a great time. God uses messages right when I need them. And... Um, like Shelly, I have a problem. Um, mine isn't with um, church hurts, although hmm. it's similar to it because um, when you trust someone to take care of you or to be in relationship with you, those are the hurts that hurt the worst. And mm-hmm. and mine is um, with my husband of uh, three years. When I met him, he wasn't doing drugs and alcohol in front of me, I didn't realize that he was an addict. Um, okay. He had accepted the Lord, and now he he's lost body parts because of it. And, um, okay. you know, I mean legs and rods in his neck because of alcoholism. And I'm just, I'm frustrated. I've prayed, I've fasted, I've mm-hmm. um, gone to journey, healing journey things, trying to sit and wait before the Lord, everything, and yet what I see is even though God is doing incredible miracles in his life, nothing's changing. And mm-hmm. how, you know, besides gouging my eyes out, how do you mm-hmm. deal with the things that you see around you that are so frustrating and, you know, you you sit before God, you wait, you don't only just talk, you listen, mm-hmm. and you pray, right. and, and you try to find out things, but addictions are so difficult to deal with, mm-hmm. and especially yeah. when someone says, I don't need help, and right. what would you do? So, two things. I think at first is I would encourage you in what you are doing, uh, in, in plugging into the Lord and 
spending time with him reminds me of David in the Psalms where he's crying out to God and, and saying, God, you're my refuge. You're, you're my stronghold. You're, you're my, my defense. Um, and, and keeping in mind, uh, like you can only be responsible ultimately for your choices and how you, you respond. Um, and then your husband's responsible for, for his choices. And then the second thing I think is, is much more difficult. And that is what we see with the prodigal son. Um, is mm-hmm. he he wanted to take the blessings and and do what he wanted to do and and exercise his his free will, and the mm-hmm. father didn't stop him, and, and it ultimately took uh, the son getting to a, a very desperate place, uh, and then he was ready to change and g- get right and fellowship with the father and, and leave it, the, the sinful life that he was doing. You know, and the hard the hard part of this equation is where's rock bottom for your husband, right? You know, you, you're probably looking at his life going, man, I, I would think he already hit rock bottom. He's already gone through such such consequences um and the truth is 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 some people never get to that place unfortunately some people do some some people don't but you in a sense you you have to allow him to go through this and make these choices um uh and that's probably the most difficult thing to do with a loved one you know um uh, especially when i don't have duct tape that i'm wearing over my mouth yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah, that's really hard, you know. Um yeah, and and ultimately I think that that takes the the Holy Spirit in your, in your in your life uh to to allow your husband to 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 make these choices and experience the the consequences and yet not give up on him. You know, the the father every day waited for the, the his son to return. He didn't go to the pig pen to get him. He just he waited for him to return. Um and, and if if your husband gets to that place where he is broken before the Lord and and, and wants help, uh, that your heart is still open, you know. So it's it's a difficult, a very difficult road. Well, would you just pray for me to be loving and and to be silent? Yeah, because yeah, I would you really bet. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, and do you pronounce your name Laurel? Yes. Okay, let me pray for you. Father, thanks for Laurel, and uh, thank you that you love her, that she's your daughter, that your Holy Spirit lives uh, inside of her, God. And I, I do pray, Lord, that you would be her refuge, that you would be her fortress and her strong tower, um, and that greater is he that's in her than he that's in the world, and, and that you would supernaturally empower her to, to be loving, and that you would show her exactly how to be loving uh, to, to her husband and to, to be silent. Uh, Lord, uh, ultimately, uh, I think he knows where she stands, and, and he, he probably knows where you stand as well. And so we lift him up to you, and we pray that sooner than later his heart would be touched, that, that he would be convicted, and that he would be broken and look to you and to others for help. Um, so uh, we lift all of this up to you. Uh, pray for comfort for Laurel in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Enjoy the Yeah, you bet. You too. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric. The number is 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. 
Let's go to line one to Ava. Ava, welcome to the program. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Hey, so I guess I, I need advice and prayer. Um, so my boyfriend of almost three years now and two children uh, recently told me that he does not believe in God as of this year anymore because okay. he needs God himself to come to him and speak with words and and I don't even know what he wants him to say to him I guess he just needs God to come and speak to him and I, I don't know what to say to that because it breaks my heart hearing him say that you know, being a believer myself, you know, I know that I'm not mm -hmm. perfect and we're we're mm -hmm. all sinners and everything, but I mean, it just breaks my heart to hear that come from him when I never yeah. expected that. Yeah. And I guess I need prayer for myself as well to, I mean, it's kind of like the last lady, like I need patience. I need to keep my mouth shut because mm. it, it's hard when somebody says those things and that they're a drinker and mm -hmm. yeah okay well I, I would love to to pray for you Ava and just also encourage you you know in the in God's word he says uh, for us not to be unequally yoked with with unbelievers and you know if your boyfriend continues to head in this direction of of being opposed to Christ, you know, you're you're going to have to to make some tough decisions of of uh, you know who you're going to honor, you know, and I would encourage you to honor the Lord and and um you know always put the put the Lord first. Um well, let's let's pray and pray that God really works uh, uh, in this situation. So Father, thank you for Ava and I just hear the brokenness in her voice and Lord, we do lift up her boyfriend to you and God, we do pray uh, that you would intervene in his life, that you would be so gracious to show yourself to him, to reveal yourself to him, to call him uh, by name, and that he would uh, return to that place of, of belief and also following and surrendering you. And I pray for Ava, Lord, that you would be gracious to continue to speak to her. Um, we think of your promises in your word, that you know the thoughts you think towards us out of peace and not of evil, to, to give us a future and a hope. And give her the courage, Lord, to to follow hard after you. And uh, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, God bless you, Ava. You too. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric. Thanks so much for listening this afternoon. The number is 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line two uh, to Edgar. Uh, Edgar, welcome to the program. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm blessed. Thank you. How about uh, I'm over here calling from New Jersey? Awesome. Thanks for listening out there. <laughs> All right. Um, so I just wanted to state that, you know, uh, about the old covenant when only the Jews had the law. And since the law was hostile, did, it, did that give the uh, Satan the authority of death? You know, 
in in an aspect yes um you know the law is what uh causes us to be aware of our sin um sin is what allows death to have authority over us so i would say technically you know sin is what what causes uh death to, to have authority over us uh and then the law is is what exposes our sin the law is like similar to a speed limit you know the the speed limit makes us aware of the fact oh i i am speeding um and then sin is that choice to 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 speed uh and then thankfully jesus christ conquered sin and death at the cross to to offer free so the free gift of salvation to us okay yeah so. because um i noticed as i was reading you know it it gave him the authority to accuse and to kill and um no gentiles could make it because because of the law and it was very hostile so it basically yeah. didn't uh didn't allow people into the kingdom and then in uh, Revelation chapter 12 uh, it talks about how they overcame Satan and it says in verse 11 of Revelation 12 and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb by the word of their testimony and they didn't love their lives uh, to the death and so we're able to overcome Satan's accusation through the blood of the lamb uh, and go yeah I am guilty of breaking the law but Jesus died for my sin and because of that I, I have forgiveness Amen so yeah. Yeah, it's just well, so beautiful how, uh, you know, Jesus actually became a curse in order to allow everyone to be saved. Yeah, awesome. It is awesome. Praise the Lord. So, well, hey, Edgar, um, thanks so much for... a prayer for my yep. family. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Anything specific? Uh, just, uh, you know, for my wife to receive the light because uh, she doesn't really... Uh, she hasn't really uh, fully understood uh, the, you know, okay. the uh, the concept of why uh, Jesus died at that cross. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Let's pray. Father, thanks so much for Edgar and his love for you and seeking you out, Lord. And uh, we do pray for uh, Lord, his wife, and just pray that she would uh, really understand your love for her and what it means, Jesus, that you died for her sins and rose again, and that you would just turn on the light of your love in her life. I pray for Edgar that he could just continue to love his wife as Christ loved the church and really be with her, him and her in a special way. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. You bet. God bless you. God bless you, too. Okay. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. Uh, this is Pastor Eric Cartier, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Let's go to line three to Mike. Mike, welcome to the program. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. So uh, good. forgive me for being a little bit nervous. Every time I do something like this, I... <laughs> My heart starts beating, and I just, I, I, I hope I can say and express myself properly. I guess my main reason for calling is ultimately was for it to uh, have a prayer to God, and not about anything about me or concerning anything other than just thanking Him for being 
who he is, and mm. I, I I just feel like that we as humans in the flesh, you know, we you know see him him as this mighty God, and, and but I just I know how loving and compassionate, and how he hurts when he sees the suffering and the way the world is today, and, and you know you know we're all just so focused on ourselves, and, and you know which I understand that well. All, every one of us are like that, but I don't know. I just wanted to take a moment just to, you know, <laughs> I know God's okay, but I just want him to know that I just love him and I don't need mm-hmm. anything else from him. He see, he has saved me, and I just, yeah. I don't know, I just mm-hmm. wish that somehow he, we can understand that he's just not this powerful judge, and I mean, he he's up there really loving us and hurting and and he's crying, and he, you know, and just mm-hmm. I don't know. It just I just mm-hmm. think sometimes we get so caught up in our own selves that we just yeah. I just want to take a moment, very simply, just to give my heart out to the Lord for Him and Him only. Yeah. Nothing about me or anything. I just want yeah. Him to know that He is just that, that I recognize Him as His heart being so His love just being something we can't even comprehend. And I'm so yeah. thankful that he gave me a little. Anyways, I guess I just wanted to tell the Lord that I just thank you for everything, awesome. and that you know we're sorry for being such a mess. But you know, yeah. that's that's just where I'm coming that, from today. I'm not gifted awesome. with the tongue, but. That's great, Mike. It, that's a great heart, you know, and, and, and that's right. You know, God is so compassionate and his salvation is so wonderful. So, hey, do you mind if we praise the Lord together and just, just give him the praise right now? Absolutely. So, okay. Father, we do just want to take a moment to thank you, uh, and we don't thank you enough. And thank you for Mike Mike's heart to just express, God, you're enough. You don't have to do anything more uh, for him. You've already done so much more, and you are so compassionate, and you've forgiven us of our sins. And so, Lord, as a church family here, as we're represented on the radio this afternoon, we just say thank you. You're so good to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yes, and thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for calling, Mike. God bless you. God bless you and everybody out there. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Me too. You're listening to Calvary Live, 303-690-3000. Uh, let's go to uh, Mary on line one. Mary, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. Eric, thank you for taking my call. Um, I you actually bet. don't have a question. I don't have a question. But I wanted to talk to you about the, a caller a couple of um, calls ago regarding her husband and an addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, you had you had uh, gave an example about the prodigal son, mm-hmm. and one of the things you know, focusing on with Jesus and praying and helping and trying to keep her self silent. There is what I wanted to say is there is this program that she is not alone. And there are a group mm-hmm. of people through the Calvary Chapel called the Most Excellent Way, because right. mm-hmm. when you deal with when you deal with addiction, you you have that you have the Lord, but you right. are stronger when you are around a group of people who live it, who breathe it, who have survived yeah. through it. And I wanted right. her if she's still listening. Um, I actually lived in Vegas and went there for a few years because of my family members, and it was a tragedy. We have these tribulations, mm-hmm. but you don't right. give us the hope. And if it wasn't for the most excellent way, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could have made it through. Uh, 
And I know that uh, I go to Aurora, Calvary mm-hmm. Aurora, and they have yep. those excellent ways. Don't know where she yeah. is at. But yep. she also said her husband was a believer. And so mm-hmm. even though she can't fix him, um, and she right. can be patient, but I just want her to hear that, that there are there are Calvary churches that have these programs that right. you can be around people. And that's all I wanted to say. Well, great. It's that's a good recommendation, Mary. I appreciate you sharing that. And most excellent way is is awesome. So, if she's still listening, I'm I'm sure she'll look into that. So, thank you very much. Welcome. Thank you. God bless you. Let's go to line two to Nathan and Greeley. Nathan, welcome to the program. Hi. How's it going? Can you hear me? I sure can. Yep. Okay, I, I was just seeking a prayer request. Um, I guess what my issue is, is I'm in a situation where my wife, she essentially filed for a divorce at the moment. Um, we haven't signed the papers. I don't I don't know if she's filed or not, but I, I don't know if she truly believes in Jesus. You know, I believe in Jesus, and I'm trying everything I can to, to teach her and tell her about him, and she told me that she does not understand him and you know at the moment she wants to file a divorce because she's not happy in the marriage and we've been together for six years Hmm. and you know we have children and i i feel it's my obligation that i have to lead my family and my children and my wife to christ because obviously my children don't understand my wife is on the edge of believing it not and it's it's tearing me apart right now yeah yeah well, let's definitely pray and, and pray that, that God really uh, intervenes in your wife's life and that you're right. The biggest issue is is her relationship with Christ, you know, and her really coming to that understanding of, of who Jesus is. And so so let's let's pray pray for that and pray that God would, would intervene in a powerful way. So Father, I just thank you for Nathan and I just lift him up to you and lift his wife up to you and Lord we thank you for his wife and for their kids, God. And I, I pray, uh, Lord, that you would open her her eyes and her ears to you, uh, that she, ultimately, she's searching for you. You are the living water, God. You, you're the vine. You're the source. Uh, you're the creator. You're, you're everything good. And so, God, would you just intervene in her life to cause her to, to look to you, to be saved, to, to be born again? Uh, would you bind the work of the enemy and the lies that he is communicating, God? And, even her uh, feeling like, you know, uh, it would be better uh, somewhere else, that the grass is greener on the other side, and her c- considering leaving her marriage. Uh, we, we do pray that you would save uh, this marriage in a, in a radical way. Pray for Nathan, that you'd give him wisdom, that you'd give him hope, that you'd give him peace and encouragement, that you'd meet the kids in the midst of this as well and give them peace. And so we lift uh, Nathan and his family up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for calling, Nathan. I'll be praying for you. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. You bet. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric. We've got a few minutes left. I'm going to jump over and uh, take some text uh, questions uh, that have uh, come in. 
Uh, a text that comes in says, I had to terminate employment uh, for a sister in Christ today. She's a single mom who's struggling. I love her greatly and would like to request prayer for her. Yeah, absolutely. Father, this is a, a tough uh, place to be in. Sometimes with employment, tough decisions have to be made. And Lord, I just pray uh, for this sister that has texted in and Lord has has had to make this decision about uh, someone's employment, Lord, that you would encourage this single mom. Uh, and Lord, as she's struggling, that you would minister to the single mom and give peace, Lord, to all parties that are involved. So God, we, we lift this up to you in Jesus' name. Uh, amen. Another uh, text question that has come in is, can there be such a thing as a prodigal wife? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, we see a prodigal son in the scriptures, uh, but we also know uh, there's prodigal husbands, there's prodigal wives. Uh, and yes, so so absolutely. And I'm sure there's a, a story behind this. So I would love to lift this up in prayer as well. Lord, you know uh, this family, you know this wife. And Lord, we just pray that you would, would intervene and sooner than later that this wife would, would come back to you and really desire to come back uh, to the family as well. Lord, would you give the husband strength and, and give wisdom uh, to him? And so we, we lift them up to you in Jesus' name. Uh, amen. Amen. Uh, another uh, text that has come in, I'd like to pray for my daughter Morgan. I pray that God and the Holy Spirit remove the veil and her eyes to see and her ears to hear. Uh, absolutely. God, we just lift up Morgan to you and we just ask that you would uh, take away the veil, uh, that open up her eyes to see you for who you are. Lord, open up her ears to hear your voice. Lord, I remember uh, so clearly in my life, God, when you intervened uh, and I just pray that for Morgan, uh, Lord, that you would intervene in her life and touch and encourage her in a special way. So we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. It's been great uh, to be with you with Calvary Live. And I pray that God would strengthen you, that he would cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace, that you would remember and that you would know on this Friday afternoon that you're loved by the Lord, that he created you, that he sent his son to die for you. And whatever's going on in your life, you're loved by him. So may God bless you. May you have a great weekend. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.